All right, let's dive into it. It is Timberwolves tonight here on the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO, and we are once again talking about a Timberwolves victory. The Wolves defeat the Dallas Mavericks 116-106. to 106. The phone number, if you'd like to weigh in, if you're leaving Target Center, because plenty of you are, I am watching plenty of people leave Target Center as we speak. Um, they are he- exiting the uh, the Skyway, and I'm in the Skyway, heading home, getting into their cars. Um, if you're driving home, 651-461-9226. If you're already home and didn't make it down to Target Center tonight, to be amongst the 16-plus thousand people that watch tonight's basketball game, and you watched it, or you listened to it right here on The Good Neighbor. Love to hear from you. Love to get your reaction. Love to get your perspective. Love to get your opinion of what you saw tonight. 651-461-9226. And I will start with my opinion because, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. I thought that this was one of the more complete games of the year from just looking at everybody that touched the basketball court for the Wolves pretty much contributed. And that's that means a lot, okay? And I know that you're like, well, are you saying a whole heck of a lot? Well, when you don't have Rudy, when you don't have Cat, when you don't have Torian Prince, <laughs> when you don't have uh who am I? When you don't have Slow-Mo, Cal Anderson, like you're missing a bunch of people. There're a lot of a lot of bodies that are not healthy and they're not available. So what do you need? You need all hands on deck. You need everybody to chip in and be able to give their best, give equality minutes when they get an opportunity to get out there and be in the game. And I thought that tonight, of all the nights, okay, tonight was a night where everybody really, really pitched in. Everybody, you know, got in into the into the mix. The 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 um the situation last night was they scored 150 points, right? Against I think a Chicago Bulls team that's underachieving. Tonight it was Luka in the building. Tonight there were expectations from fans that they were going to be entertained and that the Dallas Mavericks were going to be a little bit more of a test against the Wolves, a team that's in the West, a team with a superstar that you're going to have to battle against um, tonight. i tell you this right now. We saw a superstar tonight in Anthony Edwards do his thing. He also got quality, quality assistance from Nas Reed. But when you think about the fact that I said everybody chipped in, literally everybody did. And let me start with Jade McDaniels. Now, Jaden's stat line, you'll look and you'll see that he scored 13 points, had three assists, five boards, just a typical night for Jaden, right? Not so much. It wasn't just a typical night because you know who he did a hell of a job guarding and defending against? Luca. Luca had some problems when Jaden was guarding him. It wasn't every single possession was he guarded by Jaden McDaniels, but Jaden McDaniels, forget about what the box score says or forget about what you're going to see in, in terms of the stats. Jaden McDaniels, if you watch the game, played outstanding defense on Luca tonight. So go ahead and, 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 and mark that down for a great night for Jay McDaniels. Nas Reed off the charts tonight with 27 points, 13 boards, one of his better evenings or better games of the year. He was aggressive. 
He was active all night from start to finish. It wasn't like he just eased into the game. He came in ready to go. Um, and, and not, not came in because he started, but you get what my point. He started off the game very active and he never, never eased up. So a great game from Nas Reed. Uh, D'Lo, who's been in his bag here lately, uh, it wasn't necessarily his night. Um, didn't need to be because everybody else was involved. Anthony Edwards didn't shoot great from the field from a percentage, uh, standpoint, but when he needed to knock down shots, he knocked down shots. And he had 27 points, 13 rebounds, just like Nasri. But he also had nine assists. Nine assists. One assist short of that elusive triple-double. Because he's had some opportunities to get that triple-double here lately uh, and just was not able to get it. But even coming in off the bench, you had guys like Jalen Noel who played outstanding. Um, I thought that Austin Rivers played his best game of the year, quality minutes with his 16 points and five rebounds, an all-around total team effort for the Wolves, 116-106, defeating the Dallas Mavericks. But I'd love to hear from you, 651-461-9226. Let's take a phone call from Brandon, who was uh, leaving Target Center as we speak. Hey, What's up, Brandon? How's it going? I'm good, man. How you doing? Hey. Good. I, uh... Second game at the Target Center this year was a good one to be at. Uh, everyone played well, but uh, do, you, do you see more what happened with uh, Luca and Kid getting ejected? Because I kind of missed all that. And just I, kinda, I gotta day, be, I gotta be honest with you. Horrible. I didn't, I didn't see everything that really transpired because it happened so darn fast in terms of Luca getting the technical fouls and then everybody kind of being out on the court and then Jason Kidd kind of coming out there. Jason Kidd, that was just a clearly he was frustrated. Like he came out there, uh, things weren't going the, his team's way and he, he's getting into the face of the official, uh, of the official and the rest. And so that I, I saw how that played out in terms of with Luca. I didn't see everything necessarily. I think I was kind of caught in a, a conversation with Patrick Royce and Jace Frederick, but uh, it happened very fast. But, but at that particular moment in the game, things were not going the way of the Mavericks. No, and and it, like I said, it just seemed like a horrible officiating on both ends. And uh, some a Timberwolves fan but wanted to see Luca play. I thought it was kind of a weak ejection, on uh, in my opinion, but. All right. Well, well. Thanks for the phone call from Brandon leaving Target Center, and that, and that seems to be something that I got from a couple of people too. I got a couple of text messages from a couple of my buddies that came to the game tonight, and they were frustrated, Chris, because what did I say during the Lake Show? I said there are a ton of people here to see Luca, mm-hmm. okay? Because Luca's one of those names, right? He's one of the top three or four draws he, in the NBA. Yeah, he, it seems like, see. yeah, he's must see TV. And, and I, I feel like there were a bunch of people, cause I got a couple of texts, um, when he got ejected and they're like, man, come on, what's going on with the rest, man? I came to see Luca. Yeah. You should come to see the Wolves <laughs> win first before you come to see Luca. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta hang around with better friends. Like, you need, you need better <laughs> friends first and foremost. I don't know your friends, but they sound like they've got questionable character if Luca. They solid people. They solid. They, they, oh, yeah. Okay. They're, they're solid, but they'd rather see Luca than, uh, than the Wolves. Well, I don't think they wanted to see the Timberwolves lose. They just wanted to see <laughs> Luca play a few more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, just based on what I was seeing and, you know, listening to the broadcast as Alan was describing everything, uh, you know, Luca laboring a little bit, you know, took some yes. contact a little bit, you know, a little bit frustrated. That started to add up. Uh, there wasn't anything that I could see in terms of the game that was just so egregious that would have caused for, you know, the, the technical. Me neither. 
but you know, I I understand Jason Kidd coming out on the court and getting teed up. I totally understand that. But yeah, from the from the perspective of ejecting Luca, I didn't see I didn't see anything, and I don't think Allen saw anything. At least you know, based on the way that I was understanding the way that he was seeing it. And, I mean, Alan Horton sees the game as well as anybody. I just so. think that at that particular point, they were tired of people talking. I'll just sum it up as that. I'll just sum it up as that because remember Ant got one too, right? So Ant gets one. Yeah, you talk about Doncic. something that was building. I mean, yeah, Ant was yeah. building. He, he, he had a couple kids. Kid, to me, clearly, he was frustrated. He was mm-hmm. upset. His team is down double figures and all that. So, so at that particular point, it was just – it was one of those – you never know what's going through the – the head of Jason Kidd, you know, maybe he's trying to fire his team up, and he didn't say anything really like in the post game, right? He's like, you know what? I've already lost enough money tonight. It, it I'm not going to lose me, anymore. It, it so reminded I'm not me of Sean Lynch. He's like, I'm, I'm not taking, I'm not taking any other questions. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and make this statement, and we'll see you guys on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm here so I don't get fined. His Marshawn yes. Lynch moment right there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we'll take our first break. Love to get your reaction. Love to get your thoughts. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Wolves defeat the Mavericks. They're going to run it back on Wednesday, so both teams off tomorrow. They'll play again on Wednesday right here at Target Center, uh, 116-106. That was the score tonight. Love to get your reaction, though. What did you What did you think? What did you think of Ant? What did you think of Nas? What did you think of Austin Rivers and his play tonight? Wolves win over the Mavericks. This is Timberwolves tonight. All right, welcome back to Timberwolves tonight, and the Timberwolves defeat the Dallas Mavericks Luka Magic, Luka Doncic, man, it wasn't magic tonight. He got tossed in the third quarter. So did his coach, Jason Kidd. Um, it didn't matter much. Um, do I, do I, well, clearly, look, anytime Luka's in a basketball game, you can have a chance to win. But man, props to Jake McDaniels. I thought he played phenomenal defense tonight when, when they were, uh, locked in battle. I also thought that, uh, just, um, offensively, the Wolves, were were pretty solid um, from start to finish, and it wasn't necessarily just about the numbers. And I had wrote this down earlier because I was talking to a few people at, at halftime, and, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, but two points I want to make. The first is, and I've said this before, I've said it on The Lake Show, I've said it on the morning news of Anita Sakar. I think that this team just plays better small ball. And I know how this team is constructed and built. I know that Rudy's going to come back and play. I know that Cap's going to come back and play. But until they're back, they are successful with how they're playing. And that's fun to see. I think that's pretty awesome. Okay? So whenever they go small, they play um, a fun, more exciting brand. And to me, it was just like the energy here tonight. You get to tell that they were fired up and having fun. And... I think that the fans felt that energy too. And I think that this team was feeding off of the crowd being excited as well. Secondly, and this is going to be something to, to pay attention to. And I want to run this by Chris Tubbs as well. Um, and all of you at 651-461-9226. Have y'all been watching Ant at the point guard? Like he's, when he's running that, that, that point, point forward, whatever you want to call it, looks pretty good to me. And you can clearly tell that Ant is excited with having the basketball in his hands, running the offense. He was asked questions post game yesterday or last night 
from Jace Frederick from the St. Paul Pioneer Press about, you know, how he's seen the court and the vision and making decisions. And he says, man, I see the game differently now. I'm having a lot of, and you can tell the joy and the pride that he's having in playing point guard. So look, I'm not going to sit here and just crown Anthony Edwards, the point guard of the Minnesota Timberwolves, because to me, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you call him a point guard, off guard, whatever, right? But I want to see him play a little bit more of just running the offense. I got no issue with that because he's able to make really, really good decisions with the basketball in his hands. And by the way, let's just go back to when they were on the road. You know who else talked about the decision-making of one Anthony Edwards? Jim Peterson. Okay, and there were a couple of games in which Jim Peterson did um, an outstanding job of pointing this out of when teams were double teaming and causing a second defender to rush towards it. He made the right decision in terms of getting the ball and swinging it to somebody else. Doesn't mean that every teammate that he passes the ball to is going to knock down the shot. It's not like every single time they're going to execute flawlessly on offense. But at the end of the day, good decision-making is all that's going to matter, right? Yeah, you're going to need your teammates to make shots, but your teammates need to be in a position to where they can take good shots if you make a good pass. It's like you want your best players to be able to have the ball in their hands. Yes. And if you let him facilitate the offense, he's going to be able to create – he is the best on this team, I think, by far in terms of being able to create his own shot. And, I mean, I think Jalen Noel does a nice job, too. But there's just something about Ant that when he's got the ball in his hands and you, you know, you kind of start with him in the half court, that defense has got to be on their heels because you don't know, is he going to pull up for that jumper? Is he going to penetrate? Is he going to drive and, and dish? Like, you want him to be able to make those decisions, and I think his court vision, I, I mean, was it, I think it was last night that he was on, I think, the right wing, and he was double teamed and just shot that ball over to Jaden McDaniels on the opposite baseline. And you're like, those are the sort of passes that can just change the complexion of an offense. And Without having those big guys, here's a chance, I think, as much as anything, we're trying to figure out how this team is, you know, what is this identity? We know they they play better small ball. I think that's absolutely spot on, Lake. But at the same time, find out where some of these other pieces work. And if Ant works a little bit more in that, you know, point, you know, point forward, go ahead and experiment more with it. And there's a couple of other things when you start talking about Anthony Edwards having the basketball in his hands and him making decisions for others, who it impacts and affects in a big way, in a, in, in a positive way, you know who's been pretty darn good playing off of Ant? It's been Jalen Noel. And what about D'Lo? Yes. D'Lo's look solid when he's playing off the ball. Yeah, because what, what, what is one of the things that we keep talking about with D'Lo? He's not a pass-first point guard. He's a, he's a shoot-first guy, and that's what he does. Like, when he gets going, I mean, it's great to see him when he's on a heater. But when he's not, if you, if you have him off the ball, I don't feel like he's forced to, to be in situations that he's not comfortable. I, I feel like he's comfortable being a catch-and-shoot guy. Yeah. Uh, I just 
Right now, things are looking much better for the Wolves. They're just playing a better brand of basketball. Maybe the chemistry is starting to come together a little bit. Um, it doesn't matter. They're 16 to 15 and they get, uh, a nice back to back victories to, to kick this uh, week off here last night against the Bulls and tonight against the Mavericks. All right. 651, 461, 9226. We'll take another break. We'll come back. Anybody else that wants to weigh in in the final segment, you may. But we'll also get to uh, some of the highlights from tonight's basketball game. This is Timberwolves tonight. All right, final segment of Timberwolves tonight. I'm your host, Henry Lake. I'm at Target Center here tonight, back here on Wednesday. With the Wolves defeating the Dallas Mavericks 116-106. to 106. The phone number is always 651-461-9226. Uh, outstanding night uh, across the board for the Wolves. Um, as a team, they shot 47% from the field, 40% from three. Um, led by Anthony Edwards, almost had a triple-double tonight. 27 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. That close to getting that triple-double. Strong night from Nas Reed, 27 points and 13 rebounds. Austin Rivers, I thought his best game of the season. 16 points. In five boards and two assists. Outstanding night for him. Six of seven from the field. Uh, Jay McDaniels just, you know, what does he do? He does everything, right? He chips in 13, um, five rebounds, three assists, but most importantly plays great defense on Luka Doncic. And by the way, I didn't mention Luka's stats. Luka had a rough night. Um, I mean, 19 points, he's still going to get his, right? Because he's one of the best players in, in the world. But 19 points... Seven assists, six rebounds, um, one steal. But he had four turnovers, um, some really good defense being played by Jay McDaniels, and he shot the ball poorly, 5 of 17 from the floor. Um, when you look at Dallas, I thought that early on it looked like Spencer Dinwiddie was going to have a, a big night, he, and he led them with 20. But he had a strong first quarter, then kind of tailed off after that. Um, Davis Bertans, he he came alive in the second half when everybody was getting ejected. Uh, he was six of nine, all six shots, three point shots. He ended up with eighteen points, and then after that, Christian Wood with uh, fifteen points, thirteen rebounds. Also, uh, do want to know great game for Jalen Noel. He was awesome off the bench, eighteen points for Jalen Noel, um, six shots he that he knocked down uh, with a couple of three point shots. And then uh, last but not least, I do want to mention that um, when you look at the bench numbers for the Dallas Mavericks, it was interesting that I think he's kind of winding his career down. But remember when Kimball Walker used to be really, really good? (laughs) Remember when he used to be really, really good? Man, those were the days. Man, it it just, I I don't know, it was like you go to New York, man, and... Whenever you go to New York, it's kind of the beginning of the end. Yeah, he's he's become a man. He he gets the big fat contract from the Knicks, and then they realize that they've overpaid, and then he becomes a journeyman. Like yeah. that seems seems to that's what a bummer, man. Because I always like Kemba. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ke- yeah. Kemba was good. Like I mean, yeah. People forget how you know how good of a player he was when he first came into the league. Yep. All right, let's get to the highlights, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. In that first quarter, I talked about the great defense um, that was being played on Luka. Well, Luka, this is one of his four turnovers tonight, which led to a Nas Reed slam dunk. Luka brings it up front court. 
He got knocked down by D'Angelo Russell. The ball popped free. Luka's flat on his backside. He's slow to get up. Wolves take advantage. It's Nas going right down the lane. He'll dunk it with the right hand. Well, Luka really didn't come back into half court. He seems to be hobbling. Yeah, Luka's uh, – that's another thing that I should state, okay, and, and I do want to be fair to Luka. Luka's not 100%. Okay, he's not. You, I mean, you can just tell he he's he's still struggling physically. So, and he's a guy I am concerned about. And I mentioned this to Jace uh, during the course of the basketball game. He takes a lot of punishment, man. Like I know he's kind of a big guy. He's not a, he's not a small frame guard, but man, he takes he takes a pounding. So it's going to be interesting to see the duration of of his career uh, at what level he's going to be able to stay playing at. Uh, when we talk about playing at a high level, because yeah, he he takes uh, he takes a beating, but yeah, he's not. I'm um, 100% healthy. Uh, will he be able to play on Wednesday? Uh, time will tell. Let's go to the second quarter. Anthony Edwards uh, to the hoop, making sure that he gets a bucket, but uh, Luka is uh, not one to be outdone. He's got to an answer for everything. Out to Wood. His cross-court pass deflected, but Bullock has it. Now Dorian Finney-Smith into the paint. Lost it on the way up. Anthony Edwards with the steal. He's third in the league in that category. He drives into the paint, splitting defenders, banks it in for two. One on four, and then Ant just stares down Rodney Mott where, where the end one was. 37-36, Dallas lead down to one. 7-0 Wolves run. Here's Doncic against D'Angelo Russell, right side of four. Backs him down, shoves off, spins baseline, up strong, off glass, got it. I know that everybody in the league right now is doing the step back um, pull-up jumper. Luka's the best in the league at doing that. I know that it became popular because of James Harden. Nah, nobody does it as smooth as Luka. Like, Luka's got it down. That's like, that's his thing. That's almost kind of like a signature move for him right now of, of any of the players out there. In the third quarter, though, this play right here, make sure that you go on Twitter or you look at SportsCenter. This is one of the best slam dunks that we've seen from Jay McDaniels as a pro. He's only attempted four free throw attempts. He averages 10 a game, third most. Here's McDaniels right around Doncic, drives in. Oh, and flushes over Christian Wood. How about that aggressiveness from Jaden McDaniels? Beat Doncic and Wood to the rim, and the Wolves lead by 14. And we weren't done with Jaden. This highlight here, Jaden with great defense on Luka on one end and Nas doing well on the other. Doncic cut off by McDaniels. Now the step back, left angle, three, offline, it's an air ball. Well, the crowd loves that. Jaden McDaniels again befuddles Luka Doncic. Here's Ann, up top, Nas, top of the key, down the lane, lowers the shoulder, up and in for the layup. 70 to 54, Jason Kidd needs a timeout, his squad is reeling. They have lost 10 of 13 on the road this season. Wolves trying to make it 11 of 14. Man, I tell you, that was a great stretch right there, and that that really said a lot about tonight's ballgame. At that point, the Wolves were up 16 points. But the final highlight before we wrap up Timberwolves tonight, this is uh, the guy that's been A1 from day one, Anthony Edwards, um, with an AM1. Nine of his 12 coming here in the last three minutes. 693. Here's Ant crossing over, driving in, scooping it off the glass for two, and he drew a foul. Anthony Edwards. Crowd on their feet. He has put on a show. Not just tonight, 
But over these last, in the season high 37 last night, the career high 11 assists. The assists keep piling up. The rebounds keep piling up. The steals keep piling up. And that's how it uh, ended up, 116-106. to Both teams are off tomorrow night, back in action right here at Target Center on Wednesday. And you're going to hear it all right here on the radio home for Timberwolves basketball, the Good Neighbor News Talk 830-WCCO. That'll wrap up the show. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night for the Lake Show.